All right, so uh, just a little precursor to the podcast you're about to listen to. This is episode two of Modal Convo. This one was about 26 minutes, um, almost 27 minutes, I think. It's super long, but uh, if you stay for the whole thing, awesome, thank you. Um, if you're on my Snapchat, because I'm updating my Snapchat story right now, um, swipe it up, and you can check it out. Rocking, like they said, the Wally World special for this podcast. Um, YouTube, Anchor. Um, working on getting to Spotify and Apple iTunes. So if you check that out, awesome. Thank you. Um, long episode, so enjoy. Hey, <laughs> how's it going? Welcome to episode two of Moto Convo, the motocross and supercross based podcast. Today's episode is about a debate I've been having. First and foremost, if you don't follow Moto Convo on YouTube, uh, check it out. (laughs) I'm rocking the Walmart special tonight. Um, Some sunglasses that I got. Um, They're like 10 bucks. I want to get some Oakley Hallbrooks, but uh, my, uh, what are they, the oil rigs, my white oil rigs broke and... Um, the only other pair I have, um, I've been wearing between like personal and work. So, um, I don't want to destroy those cause those were expensive and these were $10. So I actually want to get a couple pair of these. Anyways, we are here to discuss a debate I've been having within my own, uh, head, I guess. Ever since I started this podcast, I've been debating, this question, who is my favorite writer? And I thought this, I thought of this question because if I was listening to a podcast or watching a YouTube channel about, you know, someone talking about football or, uh, someone talking about basketball, I would initially probably ask them, Hey, who's your favorite player? And in this case, I don't really I don't have an answer for that. So I'm hoping that throughout this podcast, we can figure out who my favorite writers. I have a short list um, that you can see in the video here. I'm holding up the notebook. <laughs> I have a short list that includes Ryan Villapoto, Ricky Carmichael, James Stewart, and Jeremy McGrath, with an honorable mention of Ryan Dungey. So those five. Those five. We're going to discuss those five and uh, figure out, hopefully, who my favorite writer is. Uh, Small disclaimer, if any of these five guys are listening to this, uh, first and foremost, thank you. I'm surprised you found me here in little old Iowa. (laughs) Um, We're going for a number one favorite. Um, That is not to say any of you have been a smaller or bigger influence in my uh, riding, racing, motocross life. I just uh, want to get the disclaimer out so um, <laughs> wasn't burning any bridges. So, I want to start, you know, we're just going to go for it. So, first and foremost, <clears throat> our list is RV, RC, JS7, MC, and number five, Ryan Dungey. The first one to get rid of, I just figured we're going to go for it. So first and foremost, give me a minute to explain. Just give me a minute to explain because, I mean, 
the community is probably about to flip. First person to go, in my opinion, is probably Jeremy McGrath. All right. I'll give you a second to dislike this <laughs> dislike this video. Um, unfavored us from Anchor. Um, why YMC? Wow, why? Why <laughs> MCA? Um, so why is McGrath the first to go? I don't. I was discussing this with another guy, and I feel like this is generational. So I feel like um, I was discussing this with someone on a Facebook forum, and I feel like the discussion between there's a generational gap between. Ricky Carmichael, and Jeremy McGrath. Um, as RC was coming up, uh, Jeremy was working his way out. Um, and that was... They certainly raced each other. And let me uh, put a disclaimer out that I didn't really watch even RC ride on Kawasaki. I mostly started watching motocross when he was on a Honda. But I never... The reason I say it's generational is because I never really watched... MC race. That's obviously not to take anything away from Jeremy McGrath. I mean, he's, I mean, simply put, a legend in our sport. But I, my younger brother was a huge MC fan. Um, I'm not really sure why. Like, I didn't understand then, and I don't necessarily understand either because he was even younger than I am. So maybe the generational gap doesn't exist. It just um, kind of depends on personalities and you know who kind of syncs up with who. But in that regard. I think MC has to go first, just because the other people on this list, I would easily say are probably preferred writers, in my opinion. Um, obviously, you can't take anything away from McGrath, and I still like McGrath. We're just trying to get through the nitty-gritty here and get to uh, number one. So I think, all right, so MC's out, cross him out. Stuart Villapoto, Carmichael, and Dungey. I left Dungey as an honorable mention. This is why I left Dungey as an honorable mention. I, all right, two reasons. First and foremost, um, the second being the most important. First, Dungey, I didn't realize how, sorry for the long pause. I didn't realize how much I liked Dungey until later on in his career, if that makes sense. So, obviously, I saw him coming up in the lights. Um, <clears throat> and then I would say that I really started liking Dungey um, on his, towards the end of his Suzuki career and when he shipped it over to KTM when uh, DeCoster moved over to KTM and he went with him. Uh, once he went to KTM, I really became a Ryan Dungey fan, although at the same time, RV was racing Dungey. And I'm, and I was, and I still am a huge Villapoto fan. So, that's the first reason. Why did the second reason, the most important reason, is I never disliked Dungey. Like even when he was racing Villapoto, like I never. All these other people on the list, I disliked for at least one reason, and we can get into that later. But. <laughs> I never disliked Ryan Dungey. So for that reason alone, maybe he technically would be my favorite writer. But I really like what 
Dungey did for the sport. And uh, what seems to be what he's continuing for the sport. And this goes for all the other guys except for Stewart. Which brings me to Stewart. Um, growing up, without a doubt, my favorite motocross racer. Um, when he was on the 125 as a 259, and even when he went to uh, 250cc two-stroke in 2005, yeah, 2005, when he was racing all the other guys on the 450s, I was a huge Stewart fan. I used to root for Stewart so, so much, um, which was good and bad because, I mean, the 125, it was, he just, I mean, he just completely destroyed it. Um, going to 250s, I was still going for him, and I thought, man, if he can beat Carmichael on a two-stroke, like, yeah, Bo is the man. But, as uh, we all, most of us know anyways, uh, 2005 comes around, and Bubba doesn't, I mean, he's, Bubba was hauling the mail on that two-stroke, but he wasn't necessarily living up to the hype that was, um, maybe expected out of him, which, looking back, was kind of justifiable, kind of unjust in my opinion, um, I know there were some good races between, especially when they were all in that 05 season. Oh, yeah, 05 season, Supercross season. He broke his wrist, uh, the radius in his arm. Um, he broke it at Phoenix. And when he came back in Orlando from then on, it was like phenomenal racing. I absolutely loved it. Fast forward to outdoors and uh, like uh, Southwick, the moto where Ricky took the lead and he fell going down that hill. He went over the bars. Um, I think Stewart left that moto with a stomach flu. I'm pretty sure it was that moto. It might have been the second moto. Anyways, there was some good racing. Then Unadilla, obviously, when Bubba landed on Ricky, <laughs> that caused uh, some uh, disagreements between my older sister and I because she was a huge Carmichael fan and I was a huge Stewart fan. And uh, even to this day, she'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get into a not heated discussion, but we'll just, you know, use our own talking points, and uh, I always throw up the uh, <clears throat> interview that Ricky did where he said himself, you know, he kind of pulled back to the inside from the outside, and James wasn't expecting it, but, you know, that's kind of how I saw it initially. I didn't think that Bubba would intentionally go out to uh, land on Ricky, and so uh, I think that when he went to number seven, sorry, I was adjusting audio on my uh, camera microphone, even though I barely use it. When he went to number seven, I was kind of, I was happy, but I was kind of like iffy because I was like, I know Stewart is 259 and I just hope that, you know, it's still Stewart. Uh, little did I know that it was still Stewart. Um, number seven on the Cowie. Him and Carmichael did some amazing racing. Um, that 06, 07 year, I mean, that was like, I, I almost want to say that was better for me than 04, 03, 04, and 05, just because the racing was so good, it was so clean, it was so professional, um, but it'd be hard to draw the line there. So, why is Stewart not my favorite motocross racer? Stewart isn't my favorite because of uh, 
how do I say this? His departure. So in my opinion, I feel like Stewart's retired. I hope that I'm wrong. James, if you're listening to this, I hope that I'm wrong. I understand, um, you know, I only read, I can only read the uh, articles that are released and, you know, kind of cipher between what seems to be true and what isn't. But um, in my opinion, I feel like Stewart's retired. Do I feel like Stewart needs to come back? Personally, no. I think Stewart's done everything that he probably set out to do. Minus maybe a few records as he went along. But I don't feel like Stewart's obligated to come back. I just, as a huge Stewart fan, it kind of left me a little bitter is a strong word. But we'll just say bitter. (laughs) It left me a little bitter that he just kind of like disappeared. And uh, for that reason, I'm just, I've struggled to be a Stewart fan recently when he was on uh, Yamaha and Suzuki still like him, but just that, um, getting back to that favorite writer aspect, I couldn't say he's my favorite. So uh, we're going to cross Dungey out and Stewart out, even though, um, I'm still considering the fact that I never disliked Dungey. Um, that's kind of, that's kind of a big deal. So Carmichael and Villapoto. let's talk about why I didn't like them first. So why didn't I like Villapoto? I didn't like Villapoto because Partially the same reason I love Villapoto. He was super aggressive, but super aggressive to where I felt that he would get kind of dirty at some points. Like uh, the race when he broke, just okay for a great example, when he broke his leg in St. Louis and St. Louis in 2010. He, right before the finish line, uh, I think two turns before two turns before the finish, um, he had to get by Dungey. Um, and he just he drove it in <laughs> like he like he went deep like he was he was absolutely going for it and uh it was definitely an aggressive move which is good but it's bad in some instances um in my opinion i felt like and all this is subjective because i mean i don't know what it was like to be rv and i don't know what it's like to be in that situation i would like to say that i um, in my opinion, would never cross a dirty kind of riding line. Um, I mean, who knows? Um, RV has made it known that they are under a lot of pressure from their teams. And, uh, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right? So, I mean, it's kind of love hate there, but that's, I guess, one reason why I didn't like Villapoto. Why didn't I like Carmichael? Um, honestly, this is uh, completely, uh, almost insane of me to say, but I didn't like Carmichael because he was so dominant. Like (laughs) when, uh, I think it was, Oh yeah. The Oh four season. I'm pretty sure that was his perfect season. He had Oh two, Oh four. And maybe I think I'm pretty sure he had one more perfect season. I have to check, see what it is. We're going to do writer spotlights on all these individual guys at some point for individual episodes. But uh, I just want to try and narrow down my favorite writer here. But for 04, like, man, I knew. I knew before I even started the moto, watching it with my dad, I'd be like, <laughs> unless Ricky, you know, has a bike failure, he's going to win. He's just going to win. Which is good, but bad as a uh, spectator. Because you could always rely on Camargo, and he was, I mean, just 
stupid consistent and obviously just unbelievably good. But it was bad to watch as a fan because there was like there was interest in watching Carmichael because he was awesome at what he did, but and you want to race. You want to see somebody race him. Like I would I would hope that he would get like a start and be be like twentieth. I mean, then at least I could see him come through the pack. If he got the whole shot, then I was like, okay, I might as well fast forward through the moto because I know who wins. And um, obviously still watch the whole moto because there's more people than just him on the track. But for the watching aspect of winning and losing, that's why I didn't like Carmichael. So why did why did I like Carmichael? Ironically, it's because he was so dominant and he's so consistent. And I mean... What do you really say? He was he was a legend. He was, I mean, the GOAT. The greatest of all time of our sport. And aside from his f- like pff, phenomenal writing, he was probably the most well, one of the most well PR'd people, I feel, in the motocross industry. Again, I didn't see him when he was on Cowie. I heard that that was um, a younger, more fiery uh, uh, Ricky. But from Honda on to Suzuki and to his retirement, I mean, he was complete class act. Even when he, in Unadilla, at Unadilla, when he got landed on by James, um, you, know, <laughs> you could see that he was unhappy. He was pissed. But even on the podium, he tried and he pulled himself back together. And at the end of it, he said, I guess I got to give him more room next time. Um, that's just a mark of a true champion a true racer um just a class act all around so why do i like rv ironically again because he was so aggressive i see similarities there's a there's several reasons i like rv so let's go through a couple of them first and foremost um he's relatable to me because i ride a kx450 and he wrote a kx450 our riding styles um I feel are similar in some ways, except he's, I'm, I'm not even going to say I'm close to RV. Um, that's not the point. Um, how I, ever since I was little, I always rode towards the back of the bike and he always did the same thing. So that was something that I felt we had in common and something I could learn of how he controlled the bike. Um, I mean, for example, I mean, look at his MXGP career, even between, um, Tarantino where he looped it and, uh, Pretty much that was the end of his racing career. Well, professional racing. And even Argentina. The first moto. I mean, he was all over the back end of that bike. And it was just awesome to see. um, I mean, full throttle. The front wheel coming up. It was entertaining to me as a fan. Um, And that, that is where it ties in with the aggression. He was always going for it. And I mean, all these guys were. Everyone on this list was always going for it. But I always had this feeling watching RV that, I mean, he was just pushing the edge, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. So that's another reason like RV. If I had to choose a favorite, um, this is like a revolving door for me. So as soon as I take my headphones off and I stop the recording, I'm going to have to say, you know what? Maybe I like this person more, but for right now, Oh, man. I'm going to... 
All right, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I recorded this once before, and it was 30 minutes. Um, almost 30 minutes. We're heading towards 20 minutes right now. And then, just a, this is a perfect example. Then I said Ricky Carmichael because I was going through all of it, and I was thinking, I was like, yeah, Ricky is probably I'm probably my favorite racer. And even saying that, I'm like, yeah, that, I'm comfortable saying that Ricky Carmichael is my favorite racer. But just now speaking about RV and thinking about back to, especially went to MXGP, I was glued to the television when he was racing MXGP. Um, Qatar, he didn't do great. Um, it's no secret that um, well, he stalled it at the at the gate, and uh, he had some uh, setup issues, just you know, transitioning over. But I just, I'm gonna have to say RV. <laughs> like I said, I re I recorded this um, a couple hours ago. And uh, I said RC, but I'm going to have to say RV. Like, it's a revolving door. It never ceases to end with me. Like, I'm always, there's always a reason why I, st I change my mind. And I'm sure I'm going to, you know, it's almost 1 a.m. here in Iowa. Um, and I'm sure I'm going to go lay down after I hit record, after I stop the recording. And I'm going to be like, okay, um, ooh, recommended video videos on YouTube. Uh, James Stewart, 125cc, Washougal, 2004. Click. Oh, I love Bubba. <laughs> um, and it's still lingering with me. Man, I I had this revelation the first time I recorded this that I never disliked Dungey. And that's just phenomenal in my opinion. I can't believe... Like, I always found, like I said, love and hate for some guys. and Well, just about everyone. But Dungey was... Not always a guy that I loved, but a guy that I never disliked. So, man, that's insane. I can't, that's just blowing my mind right now. Sorry, guys. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to say right now RV. Um, also, another reason I think it's RV is because as I got older, my memory gets better. And so RV was the last guy that I feel was a James Stewart and Ricky Carmichael level racer because those guys, if they rode as, if Ricky said it perfectly, if he rode as fast as he could, James would ride as fast as he could. If he rode above what he could, James would ride above what he could. And they just continue to go up and up and up. Um, a lot like, I, I get that feeling a lot from RV. Um, just that he would push it and push it and as fast as he had to go. Um, that's just kind of what I get, and it's so it's so volatile, I guess. Would that be a good word? It's so volatile. Um, what would be or who would be my favorite racer? But I'm gonna have to say RV right now. Um, so yes, as of five twenty six twenty eighteen at one o one a.m. in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, Ryan Villapoto RV2 is my favorite racer. Um, maybe we'll do an update video on this uh, some episodes down the road. Like I said, my plan for this is to go week by week. I was hoping that I would have the Hangtown um, National out that episode, but I've only watched the first motos of both races. Um, I saw Tomac 1, Moto 1, and uh, Zach Osborne 1. Moto one of the two fifties. 
Um, and there was some really good racing in 450s, but we'll get into that. Um, I'd love to get it out before Glen Helen this weekend, but I mean, theoretically, as of an hour ago, it's Saturday morning. So I, we might have to play catch up on that. And, uh, like I said before, we're going to do rider spotlights on all these individual riders, especially RC, RV, and Stewart, just because those are huge guys, in my opinion, and Dungey for sure. Um, I think that's about it. So, uh, I guess thank you for listening to episode two of Moto Convo. And if you're on YouTube watching it, thank you. Um, I'm going to take my glasses off now. <laughs> the Wally World special. Um, so thank you guys for watching it or listening to it at anchor.fm forward slash Moto Convo. Or, uh, I'm going to chop this, but it's close. YouTube.com forward slash Moto Convo. Um, I'm doubting that's correct. I mean, just go to YouTube, type in Moto Combo. Thank you. Um, maybe another episode this weekend. Um, these are theoretically, hypothetically, really easy to put out, and I enjoy doing it. So uh, we will see. And uh, thanks for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, like and subscribe. You know all the cliche stuff to do that every content creator says. If you are on Anchor, favorite us so you keep up to date with when we put out a podcast. Um, I think that's... Oh, no, 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 no. Lastly, if you're on YouTube, comment and get in the conversation. I want you guys, please, 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 you will make my life, at least my day, if you get into the comment section and explain to me. Um, if there's a lot of dislikes because MC went first, please like the video. Just please like the video so you know I, I can figure out a good ratio there um, so it doesn't look so bad. But uh, if you're on Anchor, the app, leave me a voice chat, voice message to, uh, you know, let me know your thoughts and opinions. Um, please keep them polite and G-rated. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's it. So uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, I'll be coming at you later with uh, episode three. Bye.